0: I'm going to be honest.
1: I haven't done a whole whole lot of uh research or Walmart. thought on this, but uh I'll do it on the fly.
0: Okay, cuz I have a document of notes I took. So did I? <laughs> so i say
1: I have like a I thing. Didn't do, I didn't do I didn't do any prep at all.
0: Invite to party podcast. I'm Jeremy, the de facto host, and I'm joined by of course Brian and Dave. And we have our first guest on only our second episode. Ray. Uh thank hello, you. Hello. Welcome guys. That's Ray. Dave. Uh, Dave, you want to say your name so people can attach your voice to Hi, me? I'm Dave. That's Dave. Uh, yeah, there we go. Dave. I'll edit all this out. Don't worry. I'll cut this up. I'll chop this up real nice. But yeah, obviously this is one I'm really excited for because uh, it's about the best or favorite game of the entire generation because in like less than two weeks, uh, the new gen is starting with Xbox Series X and S. So I just want to do like, you know, a little uh, look back into our past, you know, what was our favorite game of these formative years for... Has it been that, is it that soon? Like only a couple of weeks till the next gen? Yeah, November tenth. Uh, man, I feel like uh
2: a a dude with like a six foot long white beard and a cane right now, you know? <laughs> in my generation, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, oh man, I still remember playing PlayStation Two. I still remember playing um, Atari.
3: I don't want to hear any of you.
0: <laughs> Yeah, while I was doing it, I was kinda of thinking There's like NES for what's me. the difference between um like the best game i was thinking originally it's going to be like the best game of the generation but then also there's like some games that were like my favorite that weren't necessarily the best like fallout 4 is one of my favorite games but i wouldn't say it's one of the best games of the generation um cuz i don't even think it's like the best fallout game really but
3: well i i picked my top 3 but i have a couple honorable mentions then
0: yeah, yeah i had, i had a couple honorable mentions as well I mean, I can go first if you get. Guys... Oh, we're just gonna go straight into that. Yeah, I five. just want to jump right in because I'm—I was literally really? so excited. I was so pumped. It felt like Christmas on Friday, and then <laughs> Dave's like, "Can't do it." So then last night was like Christmas.
1: I was figuring we could get a little backstory on Ray first.
0: Uh, you know. You know that—that that was it. Yeah, we could do it because we had a whole—we had a whole podcast all about Brian's really? origin story.
1: Not. M- not just me. Nah, I don't know. That. Yeah, and Dave. Not, not much comic <laughs> boring. But Yeah, Ray, you want
0: to tell, uh, tell, tell us sure. a little about yourself?
2: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> back in Brooklyn, I was born, raised to be a gamer and a comic geek. Um, I am the, uh, the metric ton uh, from several of the podcasts, including uh, Grown as Gamers and the Captain Ton Show. And uh, uh, I, I bring with me a full plethora of knowledge of all types of gaming, uh, mostly tabletop, video game, uh, some minis, uh, a lot of cards. And um, yeah, um, I, I'm a pretty uh, well-versed in a lot of pop culture movies, TV. Uh, I've, I've held uh, panels at conventions on it, um, and I am, I can teach any system to anyone that's my claim to fame so there you go it's been a long road i've actually been in gaming for in and around gaming since i was 12 was my very first role-playing game which was the dc heroes role-playing game first edition by mayfair that was a long time ago uh saved up my allowance a lot for like three weeks to get it um it was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it, and I stuck around with the whole hobby since and have expanded into a lot of other areas from it. So, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully, I can bring something new to this particular conversation today.
0: That's Ray. He is vastly more qualified than I am, and uh, he's actually taking over host uh, right now. Uh, so thank you, Ray, for hosting me on your podcast. <laughs> invite to party I mean, did you even know about any of that about me <laughs> oh man I knew a little like, I remember you saying like um like the con- convention stuff and uh when we played division 2 and then like your history of gaming but yeah I didn't know uh your uh geek culture Dave knew phenom if you will Dave's old school too Dave, Dave's with me man as a matter of fact Dave <laughs>
2: and I met each other and didn't meet each other at an event which we found out much later <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, very, it
0: was back very early a on. He used, to, he used
2: to, used uh, to, what was it? He used to supervise or run a paintball camp or whatever. We were at the, we were literally at the same okay. event. We were talking about this event, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was awesome. It was paintball camp. It was this. It was that." And he's like, he starts filling in a whole bunch of details, and I looked at him like cross-eyed. Like, "Were you there?" He goes, "I, I was at. I, I worked at the paintball camp. You guys rented it out for us. <laughs> so." Our paths (laughs) crossed and we didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ray, did you watch um, The Mandalorian last Uh, week or Friday?
2: I I have the luxury of having a job that allows me uh, a lot of vacation days. And one of those vacation days was for the premiere of The Mandalorian, Uh, as well as um, Marvel's A Day when the debut came out. I took that whole week off. To make sure that I was playing that game for a week. Uh, but that's what happens in our time of COVID. All of my scheduled vacation, I, what was I going to do? So they refunded me on my vacation. And all I had to do was take off all these nerd holidays all throughout autumn and winter now. <laughs> so I took a day oh. off for The Mandalorian. Yes, I saw it.
0: We all saw it then, right? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So uh, spoilers to anybody who didn't see it yet. What would you think? Who are you asking? <laughs> and, you know, the group, anybody, what what, what what? did you think of it? I mean, I really liked it. I'm pretty much a fan of anything, really. I don't really, I'm like, oh, I loved it. Even like the last Star Wars movie, I was like, ah. Uh, then, dang yeah, he, he took off his helmet. I was like, what? Boba Fett's take off his helmet? And then obviously, yeah, I was like, no, it's not him. He did look a little wiry. <laughs> I was like,
1: he's not that old. <laughs> that armor did not fit him at all.
0: The,
2: uh, the, the Mandalorian, uh, this is the way. This is the way I want the rest of my winter to go, as a matter of fact. It was so mm-hmm. good. Um, I found myself uh lost once again, uh in the world. that like it just brought me right in. Uh very interested in Mando, never see his face. But goddamn, if he's not the coolest dude on on any show right now, you know, it's so western, which is kind of a uh a, a genre that's lost right now. Like there's not really any good no, uh, uh, heavy on the, uh, the western. Uh
1: uh-huh,
2: yeah, yeah. I leaned very heavily into genre, and uh, that that's something that's sorely lacking everywhere in the TV scape right now. Like there's not even western movies coming out, you know. Like, they, so I'm glad that this is there, but also the fact that we get a lot more lore about uh, uh, Tatooine, the sand people, like all of it. You know, and, uh, it just I was I was in there uh Liz was in there which is uh, uh my wife you know uh so she was she was completely gone and we both looked at each other when the credits came up and said that's it which is what you want out of a TV show
0: mm-hmm. I don't really like watching a whole lot of like TV i watch maybe like a couple shows like basically uh, HBO shows and then and then this <laughs> uh and I usually I kind of get distracted easily but I didn't I think I had my phone like maybe once to like answer a text but the other times I was just like just like watching it not distracted at all and i really like i was thinking like during the show um it really feels like it's breaking new grounds and like filling out not filling out but like yeah the lore it's like it's like additive rather than the prequels and stuff where it really feels like they were taking just filling in like little cracks in what was already there
3: i, liked I like like that they didn't play the sand people for laughs yeah that was really like cool. they're a legitimate society it was almost like uh, they were communicating with like Native Americans, you know, and teaming up like the Old West with like the the Calvary, yeah, exactly the yeah, Native I, Americans I, I, I to, to take on a bigger threat. So that was cool, like with the language barrier and everything and the, the animosity at first and the raiding, and then, you know, turning it back around and, and they're working together and they have a treaty. So I thought that was really cool.
1: I like that they th- threw a character from the original trilogy into the uh, show.
3: I was good. Yeah. So was that uh, from the wait. aftermath
2: book series? I think it was right. The the Timothy Oliphant played him. The uh, yeah. So it was very cool to see him. Yeah.
0: I was like, "Who is Guy?" And <laughs> <at> <laughs> I didn't realize it was I didn't realize it was Boba. Like. Well, I didn't yeah, that. It, a, it could on. be any
3: one yeah, of them. We totally know
2: clones, that man. because they got the same actor that played Jango Fett <laughs> you know, in the Clone
0: Wars. Yeah. So, I didn't recognize
2: the him. The
3: same guy who played uh, Django Fett is the same guy who's every yes. clone trooper. So it could uh, be sure, any could one of a million, million I clones. Well, it's, I don't think it's Rex. You know Probably I mean? Not. Uh, yeah, I'm not. rooting for uh, a certain somebody. Oh. I could go. I could go either way. It would be nice to be swerved. Was that always on Boba's armor?
2: Yeah, the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian symbol. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, I like what they're doing with the show because uh, Mandalorians are more of a creed, like a religion, than a race. So, oh yeah, uh, I, I yeah. just really enjoy that concept a lot.
0: Yeah, when the first season came out, I read like the Wikipedia entry for <laughs> Mandalorians <laughs> for like a couple hours, and I was like, "What's this?" Oh, what's this? What's the dark saber? Uh, yeah, and then you show the so dark saber, I was like, it oh my god! It, right? There's so much stuff <laughs> I don't know about. Jesus, what? reading mm-hmm. about the Empire Mandalorian relations. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, so good!
2: Oh it god. really is,
0: and they're doing really well with the show. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. And Baby Yoda triggers oh, yeah. my biological clock and makes me want to have children. I'm like, oh, like a little baby. <laughs> little baby Oh, he's so cute. Oh,
2: Jeremy, I I really have to have a long talk with you after
0: this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what babies look like. <laughs> they don't look like Baby Yoda. they're adorable little eyes no. and like little no. like, ear twitches. No. All right, I think we're gonna take a deep dive. Are you guys ready? Brian, deep. you want to go last since you're not prepped. I know. Right, I, I, go last
3: I, we just have to do prepped. one one more thing before we go through our list. And uh, like every episode we have to think of something else that Brian looks like last time it was oh, Chewbacca yeah. with a shaved face. oh yeah this time I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> he looks like teen wolf
1: <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I've heard that before too yeah, yeah. really uh, are they just
2: making funny because of the beard man is that, is that a thing?
1: I guess I don't know it's I it comes it's from all fun and games with me. Oh, I know Jeremy's
2: <laughs> jealous. He can't get two whiskers on his face for his life. Uh, Dave, why didn't we hear it on
3: today before we started? <laughs> I, I saw him with the mascara <laughs> hitting it up. <laughs> uh, I guess
0: I can go first because I have a whole thing. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Um, I think my favorite amp- – Wait, number amp- Three? Three? I, well, yeah, I have I two, because I can only make two. Wait, I thought we yeah, were only doing one. Yeah, then I had,
1: like one. three runners thought, up. Is it, we're doing three? I thought we were doing. Yeah, Brian, you better, you better think of the three fast.
2: games of the current gen consoles. Is I've, I've
1: only played Xbox, and I haven't played a whole lot. And that's okay. That's
2: okay. So the opinion piece is your three favorite.
0: Yeah. So. yeah. It's like, I kind of missed out on a bunch of the big games, because I only had Xbox One friendless last gen instead of like the last one before that i had ps3 and uh, xbox 360 so i did miss man. out on a couple of like the you know the well-known titles from stony and such but that's uh, funny because
3: uh, this is the first gen that i've ever had an xbox so welcome welcome to the family
0: um yeah i have my top two and then like a bunch of honorable mentions and i just couldn't fa- i just couldn't decide i was like I love it. i could go with my second favorite Alright. I did uh I don't know if you guys played it. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I don't know if you played the first oh. or second one.
3: I think I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet.
0: Uh I think it's, you know, I'm not really a side scroller person. I think um like I played side scrollers back in the day. Like back in back in the day, like Robocop side scroller for like, I don't know, NES or something. Um at my grandma's house. Not really a big <laughs> fan of side scrollers, but I played the first one after seeing the trailer for the second one. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, Ori will the wisp is coming out." I was like, "I never played it." So then I played the first one, and I was like, "This is pretty cool." The second never one, even heard of it, just <laughs> takes everything and ratchets it up. You play like a wisp, and you're no, you don't play a wisp. Yeah, you do. No, you play Ori, and you're like this little animal thing, and it's like kind of like a Metroidvania kind of thing where you get different abilities and you go to different areas of the map that get unlocked. Um but it has the best controls ever. It's super fluid and accurate. Um uh, you keep seeing things that like a door that you can't get in through so you're like I got to come back here later and get that. Um the music is amazing, beautiful swells of like crazy music. Um and actually the guy who did the music for this game, I believe is working on the Halo Infinite soundtrack, Ooh. which already sounds good based on what they've shown already. Hopefully that's not the best part of the game, but, but that's a different thing. Um, boss fights are awesome and creative. The last boss fight spoilers. Uh, do you care if I spoiled the last boss fight? Are you gonna play it ever? Okay. Um, so there's an ability you have in the game where if there's an enemy projectile, you can like basically attach yourself to it and then launch yourself off the projectile. Uh, in the last boss fight, you start fighting him and like knocking him out of whatever. Then he takes away the grounds and start like shoots down meteors. So you the entire last part phase of the boss fight you're like launching yourself into the air attacking him and then you have to find another meteor to launch yourself out of because if you die really right. obviously so it's like super intense and the music's going crazy and you're fighting this giant owl thing and yeah like i was sweating i was like oh my god
3: now i can't play it thanks yeah i'm sorry. <laughs>
0: it's also super hard like the game makes you feel like it looks kind of like it's beautiful art and it looks like it's um like not a kid's game but it's like cartoonish kind of um but it's super hard like really hard that boss fight was crazy um and i was playing on like the not the most difficult but i think the second level of that uh so it's pretty difficult you can there's some one-hit kills and things like that like old school stuff um but it's so good music so good story also makes you cry a little bit i teared up
3: beautiful you story
0: that? i did several times but i cried during marvel movies too so maybe not <laughs> i'm not the best judge yeah it's really good uh it's very it's kind of similar similar to my first game my number one game but i will play a third one fifth one whatever super good I know. Right. Blown away.
1: <laughs>
3: I, I am completely blown away. I want to try it out.
0: Just like Ori and the Will of the Wisps blew me Glory away. Ori and the Will of the Wisps
3: is not a crossover with anything on my list. So, Okay. yeah, It's
0: underrated. I feel like a lot of people skip it because side-scrolling stuff, like the little roguelikes, you get a couple of those, like uh, Dead Cells and um, uh, I forget the... There's another one. So I feel like people skip a lot of the side-scrollers, and I definitely would have if I hadn't seen like these videos of... Uh, Influencers influencing me, but I'm glad I I played it. I would, yeah, I'd recommend it to anybody, especially for Xbox exclusives. It's probably the best. Okay, I'll have to check it out if you if you one of the best Xbox exclusives for sure. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Is it on Game Pass? Yeah, I I, I I downloaded (laughs) it.
1: Is Is it a side scroller?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, not a huge fan of those, but I'll try it out. I know normally I'm not, but it's wild. (laughs)
3: Some as of we, you boys uh, didn't grow up during the Atari Nintendo era. Uh, uh, as,
0: uh,
2: as we get older, side-scrollers become less appealing. There's too much
1: yeah.
0: uh, stress involved
2: with oh, it. I, and s- I, s-
1: I started playing games with NES, and most of those were side-scrollers.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's because a lot of them didn't really do a whole lot of different stuff. Like, as they yeah. went on, it was kind of like, oh, I played Mario, like, this is the same thing. But this game, like, takes the old, like, it obviously inspired by previous things, but then takes it to a new level with the visuals and the abilities, which you, I guess, you know, you can run it off of the newer hardware. helps. Yeah, which, which I absolutely
2: can do different things now because of the hardware, the, the limitations of, of like, the, that ceiling has been lifted with the, this past generation consoles, for, especially for side-scrollers. Yeah. So...
0: That's, that's my number two. Does anybody want to go next? I mean, I, I can go next. I don't mind. All right. I'm waiting. I'm excited. All right. Before we get into this,
2: I, I need you guys to know my criteria. Okay. Uh, one, did I have a great time playing it? Okay. Two, was it exciting for me? Did it make my heart flutter? My You know, the, the pulse go? Um, and three, how much time did I spend playing it? Okay. All three of those things. Are really what made a great game for me because it kept me involved at that point. Um, the first one I'm going to go with is Borderlands 2. Okay, uh, the world in the lore in Borderlands uh, is one that I've really always enjoyed. I mean, I, I love the darker comedy of it all, the, the dark tone, the humor, uh, but the storytelling really did impress me uh, because. I, As a first-person shooter, you don't normally get a storyline or even like NPCs or anything that you even care about most of the time, especially for something like this, a looter shooter that you play these same areas over and over again. Um, It it just gelled. Everything gelled. The bajillion guns, which was a selling point. Uh, And then every time you picked up a new weapon, like it was a completely different gameplay experience at that point. Is it shotgun shooting in a heart shape or is it gonna just shoot in a straight line or you know, what whatever? Um, uh, but also uh, most importantly uh, most importantly to me, uh, because of the type of game I am was the co-op, the drop in and out co-op experience. Cause I had friends dropping in and out and constantly making new teams to go and do things. I had a raiding party team that just wanted to do raids. I had people that just needed to catch up on the story or try some new things or find some new secrets or whatever. It was just really good. On top of that, all the DLC that came out for it added to the experience. It wasn't like there were disjointed DLCs, like, oh, here's just some more because of whatever. They all had story impact and implications in the world. So Borderlands 2 was like perfect to me. You know, French pastry kiss, perfect.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really love the the Human Borderlands, um, the series. Uh, I was, I think, actually one of my honorable mentions was Tales from Borderlands. I didn't include that as much because the gameplay—it's not really a game. It's like a That's story time. time yeah, yeah, it's it's like a movie that you kind of like, or like a show that you kind of influence a little bit. So I didn't really include it, but like I played that so many times just because I love the characters in the in the series and the writing is hilarious, especially in Borderlands Two. Uh, I think it definitely took it up from one. I liked one, but I replayed two a ton of times just because it's, yeah. I just love how it like, starts out. Um, and I do love the drop in, drop out uh, multiplayer. Um, I think actually one of the things I'm looking forward to in more games coming out for the next gen. Um, love okay. like, Let's form a party and go through rather than like, oh, Dave's on. I'm going to jump in his game quick.
2: Yeah. It was, a, it was an elegant system. He dropped in, so everything got tougher, except when you're pinned down and everything's shooting at you exactly when Dave comes in. <laughs> but again, all you did was lose money. It's not like you lost story progression or anything like that. You just kind of come right back and shoot six things in the face and get your money back. That was, that was pretty much it. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good for me. Uh, I enjoyed that. Plus, it's for both systems, so there you go.
0: Yeah, cross gen. And the the with the weapons thing was really cool. You can have like a different variation of the same exact gun with like a slightly different like bullet pattern. and Then you have to play differently.
2: Oh, I picked two over three, by the way, just so everybody's aware, because I found the villains really annoying.
0: In three. In three. I didn't like them as much as uh. Jack, Uh, he's one of the best villains ever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He literally has one of the best.
2: It it, it has one of the best villains in video game history at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say the best, but he's definitely up there in everyone's top five. You know what I mean? Like he's he's
0: he's really good. Like you hate him, but like you can't help but like him. Like you're just entertained (laughs) by him, but also he's a monster. Yeah, actually a monster. Uh, so it's it's so hard. Like you're so cool, but I hate you. The third one missed. I think they had a bunch of missed opportunities with the villains, uh-huh. especially like the ones they were teasing. Where it's like, is the brother like annoyed that he's living in the shadow of the sister, and going to betray her?
2: Yeah, no. and that they just went with the standard. You know, this is how this is going to play out. Like there were no swarms involved. It was, and then they were just annoying. On top of that, they were just. Uh,
3: They're exactly I, I, the type of people that the people that play Borderlands hate. <laughs> <laughs> like crappy Twitch streamers, you know. Uh, it was just, it was just a juxtaposition of of them versus the actual target audience. Do you think it was purposely done that way? Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't hate because of their motivations or hate because of anything. It was just hate because they were annoying. Like that's not a, a good motivation to want to you know beat the game for me. So. Three kind of loses a little bit of points. Yep, that's
1: why I went with two. I haven't played any of them, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> missing out, missing out.
0: <laughs>
1: Matt, you are missing out on, sir. I will say that.
3: Brian's like my my number three is a uh, connect four because he doesn't <laughs> play video games apparently. <laughs> just... If I were
1: if I were to play Borderlands, which which one would you say I should start with? No one. No. I, forget uh, no,
0: no, I forget what happens in one.
1: You,
2: if, dude, if, you get you get to learn the characters of the world in one. Seriously, but if Pandora's I if I'm, o-
1: if I'm only gonna play one of them,
2: two. two. Cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, if, but the problem is, is you once you start one and finish it, you're gonna be like, nope, gotta try the others. You know, just want more content of this world.
1: That's why I, I you know. But there's so many games, like... Yeah, that's hard.
0: Making room for all of them. Yeah, two take There's nothing three does so much better than two, as far as, like, game... Like, actually playing the game-wise, that you're, like, really missing out. But two has really good story, and thus, Hanson Jack is, yeah, like, one of the best villains, characters,
1: ever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I do think that the mix of classes that are in there, too, is really good. Um, Actually, for for both one and two. um, Three... They tried some really cool stuff, and I think the heroes are really well done. I just don't think that I think they belong more as helping the dudes out from two, mm-hmm. than than having their own
0: story. But they don't feel quite as like fantastical. I don't know. I really like the. Uh, the I can't remember the uh, the siren in three. Amira? Amira. Uh yeah, Amira. She I, I thought thought was really cool. I like that. Was like kind of like a melee thing and like a and a shooting oh, game. Oh yeah, I had a.
2: I had a monster of an Amira. That uh, was my main. Yeah, she was mine too. Uh, and all she did was regen. Constantly. I shoot out a bullet. Regen. Somebody shoots at me. Hey, I'm going to regen some more.
0: <laughs> it was very cool. Nice. Right, so race choice. Borderlands 2. That was your second choice or top choice? That was my second choice. Second
2: I, don't, I don't
1: really have them
2: numbered, but now that yeah. I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jumbling them up a little bit.
1: Okay. I think we should go all three we should all go through our bottom yeah. levels and then just keep going.
0: Dave you, you, go go you ready? want my You're number ready? 2. Ready? I'm ready here Dave's. I'm curious. I can't uh, Dave's in the niggers. Sure I had I had a top 3
3: that. so now I'll have to bump 3 to my honorable mentions but uh number you can 2 right ready go again. Uh, no no I'll still I'll, I'll stick with the format since you changed it last second. <laughs> professional <laughs> I professional
2: just could not decide a third. Host.
3: I had like 8 thirds all right.
0: All right. It was, well, it was really, really
2: hard.
3: Oh, okay. Hmm.
1: Whoa. I I haven't played it. I have it installed on my uh, Xbox, but I haven't played it
3: yet. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the game's beautiful. The storyline's amazing. the The voiceover works awesome. Uh, I, I'm I'm discounting the online multiplayer because I don't care at all. About it, um, I played it a little bit just to mess around, but not not really what I'm into. Uh, the storyline, though, the new protagonist Arthur Morgan was riveting. Um, fa- fantastic all around game. Uh, hundreds of hours spent playing it. You you grow attached to to the crew. It, it's amazing how like a crew of of really bad guys. Can come across as being the good guys, you know, especially by the end of the game. And I don't want to spoil anything because I know Jeremy, even though he's met half the voice actors, still hasn't finished the damn game. Wow,
0: <laughs> i I was like, uh I was still up last night uh, after we all got off, but I was like, I wonder if I could finish the game just through the night. <laughs> no, <laughs> and finish it before the next, before tomorrow no. at ten. I was, like, yeah, I don't have. Thirty hours. I only have ten. Uh, I do feel guilty about not finishing it. It's I got pulled out of it, and I really want to get back in, but I think I'd had to start over. And I like being in there. I like being in the world. But
1: does the single does the or the story mode or whatever does that have a multiplayer option? Or is it just uh, no, is it not net?
3: not the storyline oh. mode. No, there's just the online uh, multiplayer. Um, the the single player those totally worth the the investment of time for the, just the story. Um
1: I think it was free with a gold or something at some point so I downloaded it for free. It's on my Xbox. I just haven't played it yet.
0: I really like Red Dead Redemption 2, like being in there. Um I think Rockstar is the only company right now that could pull off a game like that because it's like the graphics are amazing, everything like beautiful game, ridiculously good looking game, even on like a like a One X. I can't imagine what it would look like on a PC running crazy um, hardware, but it feels like it's almost like a relic of like, I think it's like the last kind of game that's going to kind of like be like that, where it's like difficult to play, like not like the difficulty of the game, but like th- some things are just arduous, like traveling is arduous. Uh, Even sometimes moving around is a little arduous, like, you know, just trying to like get on your horse and then like you spin around and you're like, get on the horse. Um. <laughs> But that's. Like I didn't, a rock I, I as I didn't have
3: that that problem so much as like uh, the the crazy mechanics with uh, like ragdolling of your horse if you run into like a tree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So many times, like your head smacks into a branch. You're like. Pfft. I love I, that. Does make some good videos, but uh,
3: when, when you, you you've grown up playing the Rockstar games, all the Grand Theft Autos, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, um. Uh, you're used to that play control kind of uh, you know the uh, and and I can let that go cuz I, I i found the play control was better more responsive than the first one obviously cuz of the you know new gen but um also it it felt right for the type of game that it was I, arthur's not a superhero mm-hmm. he's not going to be you know whipping around corners and you know jumping off of rooftops without taking damage and, you know, is it it feels right for the, for the type of character that you're playing. So I, I was fine with it. Well, oh, and much like what, what uh, Ray was saying before when we were talking about uh, Mandalorian, that's a genre that you don't have a lot of, you know, the, the Western is, isn't, yeah. you know, across the board popular right now. So for me, like, that's another reason why I was a, uh, happy to play it.
2: So I have the
3: unpopular opinion of this game, right? Is that what it
1: is? No. I didn't like Uh-oh. it. I haven't played it. So I don't have, it, I don't it, have it, didn't, it didn't
2: catch me in the same way. I didn't like the play style uh, or the controls really. Um, I also, I also really go into games. Uh, mm-hmm. Wanting to play it with my friends. So single player experiences are very limited for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent, like, I already spend a lot of times not hanging out with my friends. So most of my uh, most of my video game experiences are poised to play with my friends. And this is because I come from a very, very deep uh, fighting game background where we all used to hang out at the arcade, uh, you know, at, at, at the Street Fighter machine, at the pizzeria after school and have, you know, uh, just fun dumping quarters into it, fighting each other, you know, or... Jeremy and Dave, you've played division with me. You know, I don't mind. I I love being part of a squad, a team or whatever. And I'll, I'll handle any content with you guys at that point. Like I'll try whatever. doesn't matter, you know, and I'll, I'll work on what I'm doing till I'm good enough to keep up with you guys or, you know, you know, the other way around, help people out. Like I'm more of a, a social gamer on a console. So it, uh, those, those were kind of the three things that I didn't like. You know uh, about it, so uh, I didn't really get into it at all.
3: So um, how how many of the other Rockstar games have you played though? None. So that's why the play controls. Uh, as,
2: as soon as you said that, like they're all similar controls, I was like, ah, that makes all that makes all ton of sense then. Uh, but yeah, no, I nothing about it. I'm more of a
3: social game gamer too. Most most of the games that I play are um, all multiplayer games, and I play them with the three mooks I'm sitting here with, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, I love you all to death, but sometimes I need a break.
1: Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
3: I, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm I, I, I do. There's something to be said. The, the no, thing that's I'm re- insulted now. It's
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mission accomplished. No, uh, the, there's something to be said about the single player game. There, there's usually a deeper story. Yeah. Multiplayer yeah. games yeah. in general have lore, but no story. You know, uh, or very minimal story because it's all about that replayability. You have to do the same mission over and over again, so there's not really a, a coherent storyline. So sometimes I would like to get lost in that narrative, and uh-huh. that's what Red Dead did uh, really well. And that's what Rockstar in general does really well. If yeah. you look back on our back catalog, the GTA's, the the Bully, you know, they they all have like a really good
1: in that, know, narrative yeah.
3: through through in line. That,
1: in that sense, I may uh, I may play red dead 2 sometime soon Then
3: gta 5 was like
0: i did i totally forgot it came out for 360 but that was like i think that was one of the best games of the last gen the story is incredible writing obviously like no one does writing better than uh rockstar in characters yeah i just like being yeah uh most of the time when i would play red dead redemption 2 i would play like checkers or whatever i would just be like i'm just gonna walk around well i know because
3: we used to talk about it and 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 i was like hey i got to like chapter whatever and you're like Oh, I played dominoes for six hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like, I just, like,
0: playing dominoes, like hanging out with these dudes I met. Um, yeah, it doesn't really take any shortcuts in that game for sure. Like that's, I think that's the older school nature. Like a lot of games now have like not things you can skip, but like, like you don't have to do this.
3: Hey, there's uh, stage coaches in Red For yeah, you for them still. Yeah, but you had plenty of money if you played the game. <laughs> I have like twenty bucks. I bought a cool hat. <laughs> my first game
0: (laughs) I definitely agree with Ray a little bit Um, I definitely am playing less single player games now like even like Watch Dogs Legion I'm like yeah single player I do like social games now a lot more than I used to like even uh, not even just PvP but like group play experiences Yeah. Um,
2: and and as a caveat I do play a lot of single player stuff but that's usually relegated to my Dragon Ages or Mass Effects Mm. or Final Fantasies. Like, they're much longer, and they didn't make this list.
0: list Inquisition was a runner up for me. I really liked it. That was the first game I played from
1: Dragon Age, but. Inquisition? Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never
3: played a Dragon Age game.
1: I have have 100
3: hours in that one. I've
1: I've never played a Dragon Age.
0: If if you like fantasy stuff, it's like The Witcher,
2: uh, coming from a different angle. As a matter of
1: Neither fact. or either, as we covered in the last episode. Uh, wow.
0: <laughs> Brian's like, I
2: played what one game this play? last generation,
0: uh, and it's my favorite game. So uh, wait, so this top three are the
2: only games that you
0: played for this generation? <laughs> Rip, Brian. Speaking of Brian. Yeah, let's hear you oh, yeah, on, That's man. a That's a good choice. Tr- I figured Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to have the most crossover. Cause that's on one of my runner. That's one of my runners up. I had, yeah, I had like ten. Uh, but it was on there, and I. The only reason I think it's not higher is because I never finished it. So,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I might, you know, we'll come back to this next time. it will be like the next gen best games of the next gen in, in like ten years, and I'll be like, oh, I finished Red Dead Redemption Two the other day. Uh, it's great. So, Brian, let's hear it.
1: All right. Um, since we're sticking to the top two, um, format, I, I was having trouble deciding on, so for me, it was a tie between, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Arkham Knight.
2: Ooh!
1: All right. Um, but I'm leaning, I'm leaning more towards Arkham Knight because I'm more familiar with the characters than I am with Tomb Raider. I mean, I did play the Tomb Raider games growing up, but like, there's just, more content in, you know, Batman and stuff like that.
2: Um, I have a question. Did you like Arkham Knight more than Arkham uh, Asylum or Arkham City? Which one did you like more?
1: I think I probably would say City. Okay, we're here. I'm yeah.
3: here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I, I'm the same way. Once they added the Batmobile stuff and everything, I, I was out. I liked the first two.
1: But if we're talking about just Xbox One, then I'm going to go with Arkham Knight because as my number two, um, awesome. j- just because there's so much to do in the single player. Like, you know, there's so much story and there's little side things you can do. And, you know, it's, it's Batman. Come on. You know? Yeah. Uh, And in the same sense, uh, that's why I liked uh, Tomb Raider because it's kind of sort of the same gameplay. Like you got the stealth modes and, you know, um, and those are the kind of games that like, once you complete the main storyline, you can go back and finish everything else. Um, and that's what I did for both of those games. I would go back. And it's single player, you know. Um, it's those games that I can play when I'm not playing with you guys.
2: That's an awesome choice. I will wholeheartedly agree with uh, the Arkham series as a whole. Because yeah. I did like the origin. Yeah.
1: You know, so. It's it's good. And, and uh, apparently they've got some more games coming. So I'm excited for those uh, two. I can talk at
0: length about what I
2: know Suicide about these log. games. <laughs> <laughs>
1: excited.
0: I'm excited for Suicide Squad game. Gotham
1: Knights. But uh, as to, as to what you guys were saying before, like I enjoy a good single player game. Um, growing up, that's all I played, and then when I was in like high school and stuff, I would start playing like Call of Duty and Halo with my friends online, um, and those those games had single player aspects as well. So it touched both for me. I was able to do both. And nowadays, there's you know there's games that are only online or there's games that are only single player. And I like, I like having the option to go to a single player game to play like when nobody else is on or, you know, nobody else is playing anything right now. I'm like, all right, let me put in a Lego game real quick. And you know, a hundred percent that
0: agreed. Yeah. I, I, I really liked uh night a lot. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like the Batmobile stuff, like the bat tank kind of thing. I really no. liked it. It's... I don't know. I like vehicle games or like vehicle segments and games. I don't like racing games, so I don't know. Maybe I thought it controlled really well. It felt like it didn't control like a car or whatever, so it made it more fun. It was like an arcadey kind of driving. I really enjoyed insane. the
3: uh, motorcycle part of the new Battletoads game. No. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I got to no, that
0: part. I, I, like it was a powerful vehicle. Like it had cool abilities. I don't. Whenever like a fourth segment came up, I was like, Sick. It, was,
2: it was, it
1: was definitely,
2: definitely cool. cool. I, the Batmobile portion was definitely cool when I first tried it out. And then I found out that it's linked to the storyline. And I said, nope. <laughs> that's where I was.
1: That's yeah. the
3: problem that I had with it. I like, yeah.
1: you know, in the Lego games, how you could play a vehicle. You don't have to necessarily do it for the storyline. Like you mm-hmm. can unlock vehicles and just ride them around the city and do maybe like a little like race to get like a gold brick or something. But it's not sure. not linked to the storyline. I think they should have did did that with the architect. I would
3: have been all about that. Yeah, it
2: should have been just linked to like the Riddler trophies or whatever and just left right. alone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Throw some more plus, and for or Some something. of the tank
2: battles, you know, the optional tank battles that are in there. That would have been awesome, you know, because you get a trophy for doing all the tank battles or whatever. Yeah. And and a good way to get back and forth across different areas. Awesome. But once I had to make certain jumps, I'm like, No. Nope. Uh-uh. It lost me right
0: there. I really like the, the villains they selected for the game, too, like Man Bat. and uh, ah, That mm-hmm. part was sick. That's one that of the coolest things the in the generation. It, like, it scared Liz the was shit out of me. Liz was here in the room, and she was actually paying attention to what I was doing for
2: a change. So just <laughs> when that went on, and all we, she screamed, so I screamed. It was one of those chain reactions. <laughs> <laughs> and I screamed like a little girl
0: it's such a cool moment too like <laughs> I even saw like a video of it beforehand and like I, it still scared the crap out of me cause like you obviously it's random so you don't know what's gonna pop up yeah. and I was like just zipline to the top and bah, ah. uh, so good I thought it took all the elements of the last two and like really just kept ratcheting it up mm-hmm. and the combat in that game is amazing such uh, fun combat so good. especially when you get a long combo going and it's like the sound effects in the game are so brutal like the punches are like poof,
3: so cool love it just want to call out we're at 45 minutes plus recording time right now
1: Oh. all right it's so i think we should run, run through our tops and and as you're mentioning your top throw in your honorable mention as well that you know if
0: we if we have enough for two episodes that's less work for me <laughs> uh, i guess we
1: could do i guess we could do a two-parter if you guys want to go on i have all day so i don't really care
0: Hey guys, it's Jeremy Editing Booth here from the future, coming right at you. That was the end of part one of our best games, or favorite games rather, or both, whatever, of the generation. Next week you'll be able to hear our second part, where we talk about our number one picks. Uh, that'll be me, Dave, Brian, and our guest Ray again, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about other stuff after that. If you could, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or whatever how they do it. Thumbs up, that's cool. Um, go ahead and hit subscribe, that'd be great, so you can hear us babble for the rest of your uh, rest of your life. Telling anybody about us, your grandma, your sister's friends, your cousin that you only see at Christmas, would be great. more listeners, the better. And then they can give us five stars, and they can tell their sister's friends, and their cousins, and their grandmas, grandpas. Any little bit helps. Yeah, so thank you for joining the party. I will see you next week. Peace.